to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Resurrect the Republic. Truth Radio Broadcast. On RBN. Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Chris Switzer, the Freedom Ministry. You're listening to RTR Truth Media. I'm joined today by our co-host, Rachel D. Tobias. Follow Hello. her on Twitter, Rachel D. Tobias. Hello. And we're still alive, so that's a good thing. You know, we're still kicking, we're still breathing with all that they've thrown at us. Uh, Rachel was sharing something with me off air before we came on um, about the lady who was actually head of the EPA at the time during 9-11, Miss um, uh, Whitman, right? Um, let me just check the article. Now, just to be upfront, this article is from 2016. This isn't recent, mm-hmm. but I shared it in correlation with something recent that Cuomo said. Um, according to The Guardian 2016, Christine Todd Whitman, yes. Yeah, I I thought it was Whitman. So Christine Todd Whitman, you know, back in 2001, right after 9-11, said, the air's safe to breathe, everyone. You know, no worries. Um, And apparently she came out, you know, as as, uh, recent as 2016, uh, recanting or at least apologizing um, for being wrong. You know, and these 9-11 survivors obviously have come down with all types of diseases, cancers and you know, weird illnesses that they otherwise just would not have had. And uh, they're, they're definitely at a greater risk, as all these, a lot of these articles are saying, to COVID-19, you know, with comorbidities, et cetera. So it's, it's everybody being cold. Uh, but they're actually now admitting in many articles that, you know, 9-11-related illnesses and 9-11-related cancers. And, you know, so they're acknowledging that stuff because we're on to the new thing. It's COVID-19 now. <laughs> yeah, so Chris, I, I brought up that article because, and by the way, she didn't necessarily admit that she was lying or anything. All she said in that 2016 Guardian article was, well, we were wrong, and I'm sorry for that, but we were going off of the data we had at the time. So it's kind of like a half acknowledgement mm-hmm. apology. But anyway, uh, Governor Cuomo of New York posted February 5th saying, um, in terms of the vaccine, COVID vaccine distribution schedule, that people with comorbidities are going to be next on the list to be able to receive the vaccines. And so he was looking to the CDC to say what is considered a comorbidity. Now, what I thought was interesting was uh, they listed 9-11-related cancers and people that had 9-11-related pulmonary diseases, okay, which relates Mm -hmm. to, like, chronic uh, obstructive pulmonary disease, asthma, other conditions, cystic fibrosis, things of that nature. And I thought that was super interesting. You know, he's saying, hey, good news, everyone. February 15th, people with 9-11 related illnesses can get these experimental vaccines. Yeah, it's it's essentially just a calling, you know, a mass calling. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the, <clears throat> excuse me, the article out of Gibraltar, the news from Gibraltar, the tip of Spain, 
Um, it's got a population of just just over 30,000 people, I believe. And in the whole year from like when COVID kicked off until just recently, they had about 16 deaths total from uh, accounted to, you know, to COVID-19. And 10 days after the rollout of this new experimental Pfizer mRNA vaccine, they have 53 dead right away, 53 dead right away. And you cannot tell me that that does not, you know, connect or correlate to the shot, but they're not going to connect that. They're going to say it's COVID. It's unbelievable. So which in, what's interesting, Chris, was last week I posted the link for Alex Berenson. He's a journalist who's been doing research on, I think he used to work for the New York Times, according to his Twitter feed, something like that. But uh, he's an independent journalist, and he talks about the different, he checks the VAERS, the vaccine uh like incident reporting system for Europe mm. and for the U.S. And he also checks Israel. And he's been noting that a large part of the Israeli population has been vaccinated, including a lot of elderly, and that their cases are still going mm. up. And he notices that Palestinians haven't seemed to have been getting vaccinated uh, that often. So he's been really good about reporting and questioning the CDC. Uh, that's Alex Berenson. His last name is B-E-R-E-N-S-O-N. Alex Berenson on Twitter, and he's kind of one of the few journalists that I follow during this whole thing that kind of sheds a lot of light on a lot of sketchy business going down. And even again with Israel, it's not like the people in Israel are exempt from this whole COVID thing, you know, whether they're getting different vaccines or not, or whether they're singling out the Palestinians or not. It, I mean, again, anyone within any body within any nation is still subjected to you know, whatever their ruling class decides to do with them. Absolutely. I agree 100%. You know, nobody's going to be immune to the effects of radiation poisoning, uh, wireless frequency poisoning, microwave poisoning, cell phone frequencies. Um, They use cell phones in Israel. You know, they use technology in Israel. So, yeah, uh, people are definitely going to be getting sick all over the world. Um, it depends on your comorbidities for who really who really drops, I think, and what your predisposition toward. Um, but Moderna and you know other companies come come out right out into the open and admitted that this technology, the mRNA injections, are not like even you know these traditional vaccinations out there, which I'm opposed to anyways. But this is a whole nother level. This is different. Okay, these are operating systems. This is essentially software for the human body to program us gene therapy, editing our DNA sequence. Um, it's on a whole new level, and people need to know this stuff. Um, that, that's what I'm trying to get out to people, that it's not like regular vaccines. You know, they're different. Yeah, and then, Chris, on top of that, I should note, like, it's not as simple as the system just saying, oh, everyone go get a vaccine, that's it, haha, this is our evil plan, like, there's all kinds of back and forth on whether people should or shouldn't get this or the harm from this or not. And I think that added stress, that added confusion is a part of, you know, their plan to it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not enough to just Mm -hmm. want everyone to go get it. They want everyone like as crazy and as freaked out as possible. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's way more than that as well, um, because they're going to start to place blame on people that are against, you know, getting it. Um, and, and they're going to start to use these tactics to, to, to point the finger, to cause more division. Um, it's the whole Hegelian dialectic, controlled opposition thing, you know, pointing at sides, et cetera. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you're a sick person. You're a healthy person. Like, as we've said since the beginning of this thing, never, never in human history have they ever quarantined a healthy population. You know, this is all bass backwards. It, it, it does not make any sense, but this is part of what they're, they've planned. I mean, if it happens, it's meant to happen. Mm -hmm. A president once said that. Ugh. <laughs> uh. I'm just, uh, you know, beside myself sometimes reading these articles. Um, this one out of noqreport.com. Um, it was from the 5th of January last month. Moderna's mRNA injections are an operating system designed to program humans and hack their biological functions. Well, that's pretty, you know, blatant. Uh, the experimental injections being rolled out by Moderna and Pfizer are nothing similar to traditional vaccines. These mRNA platforms are an operating system designed to program human beings and turn their cells into efficient drug delivery systems. Moderna is now going public with the real intentions behind the mRNA platform. The mRNA technology platform is similar to a computer operating system, the company admits. Scientists prepare a unique mRNA sequence that codes for a specific protein. What's once injected into humans, this program is carried out in the individual's body at the cellular level. The mRNA platform is where Big Pharma merges with Big Tech, enslaving human beings to a controlling system designed to profit from their cellular and biological functions into the unforeseeable future. So, and, and then the very next line is where I'll, I'll leave it for right now. Moderna admits that healthy immune systems are a threat to their mRNA platform. Swallow that one. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. And by the way, the takeaway from this, like I myself am not, you know, necessarily anti-vaccine or anti-tech or anti-science. I certainly just don't appreciate all of the circumstances revolving around this. It's incredibly sketchy. We don't really know like long-term what's going to happen. And mm -hmm. the basic takeaway is people are not being allowed to assess their own risk and decide what's good for them and any kind of health benefit any sort of health decision we make has to incorporate, you know, all of the things that create big pharma and all the government regulations and all the bogus politics that play into like the kind of world that we see. And it's really unfortunate that everything has this agenda and we can't really operate on autopilot. We constantly have to like dig for what is it that people want out of this situation. And it's kind of unfortunate state of things right now. Oh, I agree with you. Absolutely. We've lost the choice. We've absolutely lost the choice, you know, and, and that's what they've always touted as liberals, you know, and the, the, the media is that, you know, you should have the power of choice, right, with the woman's body and with so many other things. Mm -hmm. Not when it comes to injecting us with untested um, experimental vaccinations, you know, and other such things. You really can't yeah. call this a vaccination either. You know, I, I only use it just to so people know what I'm talking about. But this is not a vaccination. This is not medicine. I will say that it's not medicine. And that reporter, Alex, has also been tracking people who have been reporting miscarriages, you know, right after having this vaccine. 
Um, and I think there needs to be, you know, more data on that. I mean, and you've got the CDC and the WHO just saying, yeah, this is all these are effective. All these are safe, blah, 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 blah. But the problem is at the end of the day, like these people have no recourse if something goes wrong. Right. You know, again, I hate to reference the legal structure. I hate to reference politics, but it's like there's nothing that they can really do if something goes wrong. They can't sue, you know, these pharmaceutical companies or anything. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They have complete immunity, complete immunity. You you cannot do a darn thing. You can't do anything. And even if you get by chance onto that weird, um, you know, the government thing where you can get a uh, class action, get paid out for being affected by a vaccination of some sort, um, that comes out of the taxpayers, you know, money. The, the taxpayer actually pays for that. It's not the companies that are at fault that should be at fault for these things. The ones manufacturing these chemicals, poisons, and actually harming people, in most cases, killing people, um, the people that we're hearing about these things, at least. It's unbelievable. I, I would recommend anyone, anyone, check into the VAERS data reports, okay? There's an Excel sheet you can download right from the uh, the internet it's it's public information and all you have to do is learn how to use the website and plug in the correlating id number for the the actual incident report with the actual event itself and you can pull it up and it will show for every individual event how old the person was what state they're from what shot they got when they got it the onset and how quickly it took for them to die after getting the shot and in most of these cases, with these reports on Bears data, you will see that they die between one and four days after receiving either the first or the second shot, depending on the person and how predisposed they are, I believe, to this, this poison. Uh, because some are dying after the first shot within one to four days, and some are hanging on until they get the second shot and dying after that within one to four days. And I don't know why. But that's what we're seeing in the VAERS data, just the raw data that I've been combing through for the past week and a half. And it's it's very, you know, morbid um, and dark, but it's it's truth. You know, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, people are dying and they're not going to talk about it in the mainstream news. You're going to have to look at alternative articles. Um, yep. Even alternative articles to find out about the Gibraltar thing, which I think should just world news. Um, it's unbelievable. You can't ignore the fact that over a year they had 16 deaths, 16 deaths, and then they get that experimental Pfizer vaccine, the BioNTech shot, flown in by the Royal Air Force, literally because it's an old British colony, you know, Gibraltar in the tip of Spain. So they fly it in for the Royal Air Force. Within 10 days, 53 people drop, some of them very prominent people in the community of Gibraltar. So it became very, very big news over there. But not a peep out of the world mainstream news or America. Not a peep because they don't have a good answer. What are they going to say? <laughs> you know, COVID took a bad turn that week. Come on. It's glaring. Yeah. I'm trying to find this article, by the way, um, that reminds me of like the suicide rates going up and that not really being reported of mm -hmm. when, when kids and, you know, teens can't see their friends and depression. And I'm trying to find, I had a Bloomberg sure. article that was suggesting that one of the, 
that in turn, you know, for the growing mental health crisis, that one of the best things to do is to give teens more screen time and give them apps that can really help them with their depression. Ugh. I thought that was ridiculous, but I'll try to find that article. Gee. Yeah. Yeah, that you're absolutely right. That and drug overdoses the same. You know, those two things have to be looked at because, yeah, those those numbers have gone way up, way up. Um, and I think we do have our first caller, uh, Brian, on the line. Do we have you, Brian? Yep, you got me. Hey, how's it going? Hey, Brian. Wonderful, wonderful. I, I called before in an attempt to maybe have Derek Bros on because I know that uh, one of you guys know him enough to, to make the connection to possibly invite him on. Uh, in my mind, he's, he's kind of in the hot seat again, and long story short, he's, he's pushing something called an intentional community. That's his solution. You could call it a commune, or he's trying to promote this probably out of the country. But you see, this has a huge communitarian linkage in my world, and what is happening is this Nikki Rapana from the Seattle area stumbled across this communitarian pilot project in the late 90s, and she has a Facebook, Nikki Frederick Rapana, that's R-A-A, Rapana. She has a post from the 29th of January where she is being she's in the hot seat involving a Rosa Corey uh, article and Nikki has called Rosa out for not being the queen of the agenda 21 fighting and the queen of exposing the communitarian nightmare but in actuality, stealing Nikki's work. And when she talks about or writes about this, these, those two subjects, she omits Amitai Etzioni, who is the guru of communitarianism. Rosa happens to be Jewish, and I'm smelling a great big Denmark fish here and so if the names like john nash john i'm sorry john bush who is a i would say anarchist type leaning uh left leaning maybe uh person is being interviewed with a, another what i believe is a controlled opposition misdirection out of British Columbia, Canada, who's going to show everybody how they're not going to starve to death by growing food. He, he is part of a webinar involving this John Bush and Curtis Stone is the are urban farmer the on YouTube. Reset? I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, are you referring to the Greater Reset, which is the digital conference uh, involving a lot of guest speakers talking about how to, like, 
refute the Great Reset, but solutions and what have you. No, I, I will get you the title. Okay. Are, are you going to hold okay. me over? Uh, stay on. We're going to have our first break. If you'd like to stay on, we'd love to hear from you after the commercial, all right? Yep. We'll be right back. This is the most transparent administration in history. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Ladies and gentlemen, J.R. Moore here. We have a special promotion going on at Republic Broadcasting. This is a fundraiser for Republic Broadcasting involving the energy planner. Mail me a postcard. My address is at my website at thelibertyman.com. We pick a postcard every other Thursday. When your postcard is drawn out, you get to buy an energy planner for $215 instead of $285, $70 discount. $200 goes to Republic Broadcasting. You also get a 10% discount on my mattress pads. So get those postcards in, put your name, your telephone number, your email address on there, and when your postcard is drawn, you get to get an energy cleaner for $215 instead of $285. Mattress pads, 10% off. Help us out at Republic Broadcasting and help yourself to get an energy cleaner at a deep discount. It's a win-win situation for everybody. We hope you can get these postcards in soon. Thank you very much. Sounds to rest my ears. No matter 
just tuned in, you're listening to RTR Truth Media on RBN every Sunday between 1 and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we are joined by the caller Brian, still on the line, I hope, and uh, Rachel. I'm also going to let her take the floor as well with this caller because she is familiar with these characters involved that we're talking about, Derek Rose, etc. Please continue. Yeah, so Brian, are you still with us? Yeah. Okay, so real fast. One, I think we've had this conversation before, if I recall. Yep. But two, yep. I do know Derek personally. I have met him. I've been to many of his events and things like that. Here, here's kind of the breakdown of these different ideas. Um, one, which is, and I'm not familiar with the work of the woman that you mentioned. I do know Rosa Quarry. So first of all, if you do have a link to that other woman's work and you have proof that Rosa Quarry has been stealing from her or something like that, definitely send those links because I think that's interesting. Um, secondly, there's a difference between like having an intentional community and a commune, okay? And even that, on top of that, a commune is one of those things that I don't think is a good idea. But if if consenting adults that know what they're getting into want to be involved, I get that. I think it's always good to have an exit strategy. And if you're joining a community to not centralize resources to where it's like you want to make sure you're not being a part of a cult. Like if you had to leave or you didn't agree with something, your voice could be heard and you could leave or whatever and not just go into a different trap. So I'm not necessarily against intentional communities. I know that Derek does have, you know, ironically, like, good intentions in this. I don't think he's Cointelpro or anything like that. Um, are, the, are there going to be people trying to join these things that might be or feds, you know, looking into this thing? Maybe. That's always kind of, like, a risk, you know, that people tend to run into. Um, so I would say, and what you said sounded a lot like the greater reset which is the greater reset is Derek and john bush and a lot of other people who are getting together and refuting this whole great reset narrative that's going on with charles schwab and the um world economic forum which is basically what rosa courier if she had stolen the work or not uh refers to is this u.n agenda of taking over resources and basically having a smart city prison grid that comes across like a fun Disneyland ecosystem where you will own nothing and you'll be happy, right? And the goal of the elites is to have this by the year 2030, and we're seeing things like Bill Gates buy up a lot of farmland and other things contribute to this. But anyway, um, when it comes to intentional communities in general, when it comes to Derek's work, I think he has a good idea. I like what he's doing. I think that people going into it should be aware of the risks, the potential failures, and what they're getting into. Like I said, I think in general a good idea, I like Jack Spirico, of the survival podcast who says, Hey, if people want to buy individual houses and have their own land and live near each other and that way kind of form a community, but they have their own independence and resources and they can trade if they want to, that's kind of the best structure because you're not necessarily all centralized and dependent on, you know, coming into another ruling body per se. So it's, it's a touchy thing. I think there's definitely differences here. Um, does any of that make sense? Absolutely, Rachel. And I, piggybacking on what you're saying, you know, in the world of putting up loose hay, it takes a group of people to go and do that adequately. If you are in a logging operation, that's a half dozen guys that have to cooperate. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking 2,000 years ago, somebody came up with this communitarian nightmare and said, 
Well, we'll have people arguing in 2020, is it every man for themselves, the last man standing, or do we live in a big kibbutz? And we'll be arguing back and forth, and I am in no way taking a, oh, no, I could not face living with other human beings or without just my family. There's not a huge track record of these communities being put together and working. It always ends up somebody's doing all the work and somebody's sitting on the porch with mm-hmm. their legs up on the rail. So, so what the way, I really... Sorry, the, what I, yeah. So could... You hold me on. I hear the music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Hold on, guys. We'll be right back after the break. Thanks, Brian. Welcome to the place. Welcome to the place of the left You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. February is Heart Month. Every year for the month of February, to show our appreciation to Extendivite's faithful customers, we have a sale. If you would like to try Extendivite, now is the time to get a few months ahead and really give Extendivite the time to show you how it works. Most of Extendivite's long-term customers wait for this sale to stock up. People and doctors tell us about the unbelievable improvements that they have experienced in their overall health, not just the heart. Extendivite wants you to experience the power of these herbs. Get a four-month supply for only $115 for either the capsules or tincture. Please take advantage of this once-per-year sale and get healthy for life. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com or find us on Amazon. Extend your life with Extendovite. It's happening, ladies and gentlemen. We here at RBN are working with Front Sight Firearms Training Institute to bring our audience the best in combat, tactical, and defensive firearms training. Whether you're a private citizen who is new to firearms or you have a concealed weapon permit and want a level of training that surpasses what you've received from your local gun range, Front Sight provides priceless education and skills taught by seasoned law enforcement, military, and private citizen instructors to levels that far exceed law enforcement and military standard. With nearly a million responsible citizens trained from every town, city, and state from across the United States, Front Sight has bolstered the Patriot movement to a whole new level. Contact Dan Sutterfield by phone at 573-762-2356 or 573-465-2356 or shoot him an email at domedan, D-O-M-E-D-A-N at hotmail.com. This is a limited time opportunity. Don't miss it. Have you been looking for a trusted, long-term, storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. 
Simply Clean Food's primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from simplycleanfoods.net, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Right now, Amazon Prime members will receive fast two-day shipping. Go to simplycleanfoods.net. That's simplycleanfoods.net. But do it today. To the show, this is RTR Truth Media, of course. You're listening to myself, Chris Switzer. You can find my work on BitChute now, the Freedom Ministry. And you're also listening to our co-host, Rachel D. Tobias. I'm having a conversation with Brian. And uh, without further ado, the floor is yours. Brian, you still there? Yes. All right, man, I'll wrap this up. Yeah. You want to wrap it up, you say? Well... No, not to rush. Um, I just want to throw in, too, like, I think, again, people can have good intentions with uh, communities. The best way to do it is to have, ideally, their own land, their own houses, maybe near each other. It reminds me very much of the Free State Project of New Hampshire, where people got got together, although that's slightly different, because that, that was sort of people getting together and deciding to try to take over the political party in a small space. I don't think there really is a political resolution i think it's great if people run third party whatever but i don't think there really is a political solution to everything we're talking about but um i just think that if adults are going to share land together there needs to be contracts there needs to be checks and balances in some way to figure out accountability if things go wrong you know i don't think we can outrun being human like any group i've ever been a part of there's been some kind of drama or issue so it's that question of how do you how do you mitigate the inevitable corruption you know I understand. So as to the, you know, my path forward, it would definitely, if I was giving advice to a 17-year-old kid, I'd say figure out some way to own a piece of ground. And when you start Mm -hmm. making biochar and putting it in that garden soil, it's yours. And when somebody comes along and says, oh, I'm sorry, you know, you're not in the urban growth boundary or we're going to wild land project your land you're not going to give up that easy because you got all that investment in something you own and as opposed Mm -hmm. to well i'll just find another quote unquote community commune to go live in and mosey along it's that that that's my comment on that but as to this john bush and this show that i was discussing it is at the Urban Farmer YouTube. It's mm. called C- 
Curtis returns to UTGI, which stands for Unloose the Goose, keeping your community on track while the world falls apart. And they're having a little discussion. And just to give you some clarity that these people are pushing, in some instances, these factories that grow hydroponically and under electric lights. This mm-hmm. is not a solution. To me, this is a, you know, when we go back to the world of restaurants and urban living, we can, you know, make these things fit our lazy-ass lifestyles of security, <laughs> and I don't see it as a solution much more. It is a recipe for famine. But I don't know if either of you guys go to Facebook and if you were to, Nikki Frederick Rapana, go back to the 29th where she is discussing Rosa Corey, there's 289 comments of which mm-hmm. Derek weighs in and John Bush and I don't know if you're keeping up with this Allison McDowell. I'm familiar with her. Is she uh, wrenching the gears? Yes, you're talking to the website. same person. Okay. So what we need to do is you guys have a Sunday hour, and if you had a little window, we need to have some discussion of what is on the up and up, what is a solution to our difficulties. Mm-hmm. And realistically, you don't have to have Derek on right away. I've already had interactions with him on the Internet, and he you know, basically gave me the heave-ho, buzz off, I don't want to talk about this subject, but mm. I know that Tom Lackavere Stewart had a co-host named J.J. Zapp, and Tom could get in touch with J.J. or the other way around. If you had J.J. on, he could give you in an hour a rundown on why this communitarian nightmare is of extreme importance and I'd be glad after to. that, after that, I, I, I could, I'll, I'll, I'll look into doing that for you. Okay, thank you, Tom. I hear you. <laughs> so you know, this is this subject can't just be handled by Larkin, Texas, and Nikki Rapana. We all need to get researched up on this. I just, I think that it's important can't be ignored anymore. At Nikki's Facebook, we put up an article from two days ago from the Pacific Northwest where we live called The Inequity Problem with the COVID-19 Vaccine Rollout. It's from New Day Northwest, and it is a mainstream woman on TV for five minutes, and she says communitarian in that five minutes. So Amatayetzioni no longer uses the word. He he has a communitarian network. He writes articles. They publish them in The Hill and a variety of other newspaper publications. He's been using this word for years, but he no longer has to because now it's a mainstream word. We've turned a new day, a new page in this with all of this COVID and vaccine indoctrinated 
nonsense, and now it's going to be the mainstream easing into the word community as the solution. So I'm not wanting to take up your whole show. I'd gladly hang on if you wanted some converse with me, or I'm going to get on with my day. Brian, I think you... Yes, sir. I think you do bring up some good points. And I think that we're kind of burdened with the task of doing multiple things. We're trying to learn about self-sufficiency, trying to learn about solutions. You know, you're going to have people like Derek where I agree with the sentiment, but you're just trying to look at the overall, even if he has good intentions, there could be really negative consequences to the choices that people make. Right. And we're just trying to anticipate like, you know, what if, is there a safety plan? Is there a fallout plan for when things go sideways? And I think that's really important to think about. And in terms of the communitarian thing, yeah, absolutely. And there's all this, we're in this togetherness. You know, it's kind of funny because it's like, well, when there's a problem, we all have to pull our resources to solve the problems of the elite. You know, we're all in this together when it's someone else. <laughs> um, so I think you have every right to be concerned. I think I think there's a mixture of, People who have good intentions, like I said, people who have negative intentions, people who are just opportunists and grifters. So, you know, people who want to share land together have to figure out, like I said, some way of accountability or contracts. How do you enforce that without the government, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a tricky thing of navigating this. And I do think that as things go on, people are going to be forced into these silos, you know, there's going to be more and more parallel communities because people are just going to be excluded if they're not vaccinated or something like that. That's kind of where we're headed, whether we really like it or not, if that makes sense. Nope. Yeah, I, I, I agree with, with you guys, and I appreciate your call, Brian. You brought up a very good point. Um, I don't want to dismiss it at all. I just wanted to give you guys the floor to talk about it and, you know, of course, to get these points out there to, to yeah. discuss and have discourse. But I, I think it's all isms, you know, and, and, and it's uh, communitarianism, of course. There's Zionism. Um, there's all these things. There's anti-Semitisms. Uh, they, they use all their isms, and it's backed by law, you know, designed to, of course, yeah. control and bring people into a, um, a controllable format, you know, where right. you can say, look, this person's doing this wrong, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There's recourse. By the way, Brian, is there some kind of email or something? You know, I, I hate to ask you to publicly say it over the air, but is there like some way to reach you? Or I can give you my email. Well, I I would be happy to give it over the air. Email is idupdate at yahoo.com. Hold That's on, hold on. What I, is it? I-D-Y-U-P-D-A-T-E at yahoo.com okay that's a lot shorter than mine so i'll reach out to you for links because i definitely want to talk more about this rachel hats off to you i enjoy your broadcast keep keep at the good work thanks so much and and by the way brian i just want to say real fast just because you know derek's my friend or someone's my friend doesn't mean we can't critique their ideas or that they can't be wrong you know i don't like this idea of tribal loyalty where it's like we just protect people and kind of overlook problems or anything like that. So I definitely appreciate you calling in. You guys have a spectacular tool in that you could actually invite a guest on, have a discussion. The world needs this kind of experience.
exchange of information. And here we have the tool, including a chat room, including a call-in. Woohoo! What's stopping us? So, uh, I agree. Thanks exactly. so much. Yeah, thank you so much, man. Thanks, Brian. Have a great day, man. Yeah, there's yeah, people. Great yeah, that was good. There's people that I've wanted to bring on, like Clint from Liberty Lock, Lockpod, uh, down on the show. And I remember, I think mm-hmm. things got a little crazy for a few weeks, but I'll definitely reach out to people I think are potential guests and I can, you know, let you know a list of people I'm interested in. But in terms of my friend Derek, I mean, I get, you know, absolutely what he's saying. And I would be hesitant to join something like that. I think, I think this is going to be the kind of thing where people just can't keep running off to another country or something like that. I think this is so big and so large. People are going to generally be stuck around where their family Mm. is. You know what I mean? And they're just, end up you know having to fight but uh looks like we got another caller yeah i'd love to have her on i think we have lauren holding from ohio on line five hey lauren hi guys you guys are just knocking it out of the park i'm loving rvn is just beautiful your programming it's because people can interact and actually kind of use that collective information uh, I loved what he was saying, the communitarian part. Nah, that's not going to work. <laughs> Never worked before. It's not going to work now. We come here by ourselves. We leave by ourselves. You're a man. You're supposed to be responsible for yourself. And we have run away from that. My motto is my fault, my fix. If it's not my fix, I'm helpless. If it's not my fault, whose fault is it that these children were in the fourth generation of public school children? You see these wars every 80 years, 1861. 1941, World War II, you know, Civil War to World War II, World War II, 20, uh, ended 1945, here we come, 2025. <laughs> well, whose fault is it? We handed our children over to the schools where they lied to them, where they took God out of the school. Who, who created you? Who are you responsible to? You know, it's so simple. Everybody's all trying to find a solution. The solution's in the Bible. Read it. it tells you how to raise your children. tells you how to maintain your health. Genesis 129, I've given you the herb and the seed thereof, and these shall be as meat for you. I mean, it's not difficult to be healthy. It's not, even Anthony Fauci admitted he's taking vitamin C and vitamin D. <laughs> they just don't tell you. So what it is is we can get together amongst ourselves. Instead of borrowing from banks, borrow from each other. Make loans to each other. You can get interest. You can have collateralized loans. I mean, you know, there's your, your body, your labor is really worth something. I just borrowed from a friend. I needed help. He said, okay. And I'm just paying her back out of, we're swapping goods. We're, you know, and, and same thing with education. You shouldn't be putting your children in these schools to be lied to and then be surprised when they want to kill you when you're in the nursing home because you're going to spend too many of the resources before you go. I mean, they believe in killing their babies. They believe in global warming. They believe all these lies. You told them to trust the teachers. You told them to go there. You gave them over. So what I'm saying is we have to take it back that way. Stop trying to get together. Stop trying to protest and, 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 and beg the master to let you free. All you have to do is state it. He said, stand in truth. Occupy till I return. He said, ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. This is all true. Where Christ is, there's the spirit of liberty. And this is my point. The rules of the game. If you look at the Declaration of Independence, it tells you why governments were established. Governments were established among men to protect these rights, life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Okay? And it says in the uh, Bill of Rights limitations on government you know and so 
we're not supposed to be putting our trust in these people. We're not supposed to be going to them for help. We're supposed to be looking at each other with respect and uh, looking at the Constitution. That's what we should be uniting around. All these charter uh, corporations, where, were, where are we with the charters? They used to give a 20-year charter. If the corporation wasn't doing a beneficial for the community, it was not given another charter. So all this rule-breaking going on, you're not going to fix this within this system. But I'll tell you what, if you quit giving them your money, you quit giving them your time and attention, turn off that idiot box, turn off the media. What are your children watching TV for? Turn that garbage. It's an open sewer running through your house. They shouldn't have a cell phone. I mean, what is this craziness? So my point is we have all the power, and all you have to do, in one month you would see the difference. Pull out a Bible, have your children start reading it. Pull out a globe. Joel Skousen, that uh, uh, um, uh, where to, you know, where to retire, you know, where to save. How, I can't remember the, which the name of the book, but it's a great, it's a great little, it's very detailed. My 13-year-old, read it cover to cover. That's geography. <laughs> I mean, real things, real knowledge. Put their hands on the soil. You're right about the food. You can't grow the food in the air with no magnetic field and artificial light and artificial food, and expect it to be the same thing that feeds the wholeness of the unit that is each man. We are electrochemical. You know, we're not just bags of water and minerals. The energy that's going through your body, the magnetic field, all these things, this is your health, and they know it. And that's why I'm saying it's, 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 the change is going to come from among us, start borrowing and loaning to each other, have the person that's got nothing to do during the day, have them watch the children. Give them a globe. Give them a Bible. Give them a Saxon math curriculum. Those kids will know math through calculus. Uh, I mean, it's, it, it's biology, a real biology book, like a, an atlas from John Hopkins. Just mechanical, real things. Don't allow lies to be put in front of your children. Don't let them ponder the, 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 you know, the universe in, in their belly button or all this craziness. <laughs> Stop it. And it, uh, uh, what I'm saying is it's, we can do this, like, right now. Right now. And the other thing is quit yeah. paying them money that you don't owe them. If you have never heard of either Weiss Paris, W-E-I-S-S Paris dot com, and that is just the Social Security and the IRS administrative, there are the rules right there. You fill out the paperwork. You change your status to American national from U.S. citizen slave, and they stop taking your money. They leave you alone. They have no power to arrest or to, to control your behavior. Your behavior is compelled by virtue of the fact that you are a 14th Amendment little C U.S. citizen cattle slave and by contract. But you, you can go. change that. It's exactly. like the 13th Warren. Amendment. Can you repeat no that slavery one more time? or involuntary servitude? That. You can have voluntary servitude. That's the 13th Amendment when they replaced woman. it. I'm sorry. Again? Yeah. I love you. Thank no, you. No, no. We, we said we love you, Lauren. Can you repeat that link one more time? Um, um, yeah. Um, Weiss Paris, W-E-I-S-S, Paris, P-A-R-I-S dot com. And go to the resource section, and there's it'll be a, a statute there for the Social Security and, and IRS. Tells you which form to fill out. You're just, an, you know, a, a, a non-resident alien to this government. The government is not your owner. You're not the collateral. They can lay no claim against you. Now, here's the other Withdraw one. Withdraw your consent. Say again? Withdraw your consent. 
Well, it's not just withdrawing your consent. It's notifying well, them of your is, correct is that, status so we, they can no longer proceed under the assumption that no, you yes, are that. Yes, our ignorance, give our, give our consent to them. This is part of the problem. You're absolutely correct. Thank you for thank you for that. Okay, and there's Lauren, one more. Really like a Crow Triple Seven. Have you heard of him? I have. Okay. And he's very interesting. Can, Yes, he refers to a lot of esoteric and religious stuff, but also he, he talks about uh, contracts and the meaning of words and everything behind it. I think what you're saying is really great. I'm very sorry to interrupt you. I just think you get a lot of benefit out of his show. So that's Crow Triple Seven. Yeah, and I went on there, actually. He's got a huge amount of documents. But here's the thing. I want to simplify it for people who just want to make the move. People don't move because they think it's more complicated than it is. The bottom line is, that the God that created you, the one that creates is the one that has the right to control. He gave each one of us free will. That's acknowledged by the founding documents of this country, which are still the law of the land, irrespective of the illusion that the statutory administrative bodies that are telling people what to do, they are allowing themselves to be controlled. And what I'm telling you is, if you could, you could either go that way or tell B. Smith, if you've never heard this, check this out. Um, HisAdvocates.org, and this is just the bottom line. Notifying all of the you know, State Department, all the different departments. You notify them. You open your bank accounts. They cannot be touched. Um, they acknowledge that you are not property to be managed. The reason they can tell you take a shot or go to war or give us your kids in schools or put your seatbelt on in your car is because you're literally their property, and they have the right to protect you as they see fit. And so all I'm saying is, when you simply know that you are the child of the living God, I don't care if you're religious or, or not, the bottom line, even an atheist knows that no idiot from government created him. What is this, you know, controlling the fruit of a man's labor outside of your own unit? This, all, this is nonsense. But since we gave our children for four generations over to this, people believe it's true. And so it's like the elephant tied with a chain, and then you put him on a rope, and, yeah, you know, he ain't even going to try to get away. But now it's so uncomfortable, you're getting ready to go hungry. You've got an invasion. You white people are being murdered. You're being eliminated. You don't understand. Black people get this. In Africa, hey, Bill Gates comes in there with those needles in Africa. They're going to push over your truck, burn you out, and kill you. And that's exactly what should be going on. Defend your life. But you people, and I, you know, I hate to say it like that, but you've just been, and I'm saying Americans, it's white, black, and other at this point. But you've been too comfortable for too long, and you're not understanding the hunger and the desire for the people who want what you've had and, and, and won't protect. Not even your own children will you protect. You're going to hand them over to schools to be lied to, to be henpecked, to be bullied. You, 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 you're destroying your own offspring. Well, that can only lead to destruction. So what I'm saying is, my thought, my fix, let's just be better people. First off, obey God. Stop obeying illegitimate authority. You have no reason to obey someone who has no contract with you or once you've informed them of who you are. It used to be that they assumed you were the free man. It was a capital C citizen all the way through the 12th Amendment. It didn't turn to this little C till the 14th Amendment, and you made your contract with your Social Security and your birth certificate to be the minor party in the contract. So that can be, it used to be assumed you were free after 1861, 1865, then you were assumed to be cattle property unless you stated differently. And so this is the stating it differently. What I'm telling people is nobody bothers you. 
Nobody, they don't, you don't get harassed or arrested or anything like that. They just look and say, oh, no, can't feed on this one. This is not our property. And so I want people to just start understanding yep. who and what you are. You have the power of your money. Once you stop, just, uh, stop obeying illegitimate authority, keep your money in your pocket. Those two programs will help you. Keep your children in your home or control where they are. You've got teachers that can't work in the schools, all this COVID crap. Hire one of them and tell them what you want taught. Not they get to teach your children what they want, but they're there to do what you say. Same thing with your doctor. I'm not here to do what my doctor says. I'm here for some doctor advice, and, and maybe I'll take it, and maybe I won't. Give me your best opinion. Now, I don't take doctor's advice because I'm an naturopathic doctor now. I used to be a drug rep and, you know, killed a lot of people with my drugs. <laughs> but... Um, you know, you, you live and you grow, and that's what we're supposed to do. But we are supposed to do that. And what I'm saying is if we keep trying to, like, Texas secede, you keep breaking yourself into smaller pieces. How's, how's that working for everybody? Keep trying to fight them in the physical. How's that working? It's not going to work. All you have to do is walk away. Quit giving them your money, your time, and your attention. Quit giving them access to your children and turn off that idiot box so your children have a clue what's really going on in the world. Put RBN on. My children listen to RBN. They listen to, you know, they listen to real information. They know who Catherine Austin Fitz is. They know who, you know, they, they understand the reality. And so what happens is when the world comes to tempt them with their cell phones and their, you know, all their crap, they understand what's going on. And this is where we're falling down. We don't have a relationship with our children, and we don't know what's going on ourselves to tell them. So I know it sucks to be alienated from family. I got disinherited. You know, all kind of bad stuff happens when you walk in truth, but that's what the Bible says, doesn't it? You're going to get it the same way Christ got it. So just deal with it. Let's walk in the truth. Stop whining and trying to run away and understand we have all the power, so let's do something about it. You guys are great. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. That was great. Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen plan to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful, loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile oxy silver through.